Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, it's official. Super Mario Brothers movie has topped $1 billion at the box office. Tony Sadowski. Huh. I guess I was wrong. AI can write a hit movie. Joe Foreman. Maybe now Nintendo can afford some decent writing for those Indie World Showcase videos. Just for fun, the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie grossed less than 39 million worldwide. I'm Joe Haygood, and this is episode 486. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Press start in three, two, one. So I, I have to confess, I did I did see the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Hey, you did? When oh, it was boy. on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody posted the entire film. I had heard that, yeah. And I, uh, you know, queued it up and watched it. It was available for hours. That's, um, that's... Viewed by, by, by thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It was the um, English voiceover... But I'm pretty sure that the visual cut was the Italian version. Huh. Because every time they would cut to something with text on it, it was in Italian. And at first I thought, oh, geez, I guess these Brooklyn Prummers have, like, this. I guess that's authentic? They have Italian on their business cards? I don't know. <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, I realized that, like, everything was Italian. No, really. no, Joe, there was nothing authentic <laughs> about that movie. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then you get to get to the credits, and the voice actors are all Italian names. <laughs> yeah, although I did hear it with English. And we have to issue a correction from a couple weeks ago. Charles Martinet was actually the voice of Mario's father. Was he? Yes. Oh, you, you didn't recognize him because he wasn't doing his one voice that you his know him for. Dopey shtick, which is but awful. But as a classically trained voice actor, he was able to actually do a voice, and he was Mario's dad, who, of course, hated Mario. Yes despised him and Can canonically really i bet he really did uh own all four of the lines that mario's yeah. dad had. <laughs> yes he sure did it was it was a rough week for um i don't know nintendo being uh attacked by piracy and leaks and I, I, things. what's funny yeah. is that i don't know that anyone in nintendo even noticed that the mario movie was on twitter <laughs> they're, I, they're, i'm they're sure that was not on the internet I'm, so. I'm sure that was universal that noticed that that was there and started making calls to get it removed because nintendo would have had no idea that you could watch a movie on twitter wait a minute anyways this week in questionable pop culture uh phil spencer yes. did not have a good week <laughs> to put it blunt, to put it blunt, it was. I, I have okay. not heard the whole thing yet. I've I've seen the excerpts running around, but I had I didn't listen D to the. Did you not watch the interview with kind of funny no. whatever? Which no. was, is see, yeah, like like you, I had only read the excerpts, and I I really did want to hear the full context behind. Uh, some yeah, of his and I need to because I I so know I, I did watch the whole thing, and there really isn't anything much that the context adds to it because people have pretty much lifted his quotes verbatim. Um, of course, watching the, the that podcast was obnoxious anyway because, ugh, gosh, I just can't imagine sitting down and wanting to, you know, have a podcast where the host comes on and is like, hey, everybody, all right, now we're going to talk Xbox. Everybody loves it. Ugh. Cheer for my guys in the oh. back. Yeah, everybody's fun. And now let's try to buy this mattress. If you want to buy this mattress, you go ahead. <laughs> Awful and awful, but yeah, not, nowhere near as bad as the experience that Phil Spencer had. So Redfall came out, 
and was not the at massive eight, success that everybody wanted, yeah. I guess. I, I will say I have played uh, several hours of Redfall. It is not a three game. It is not a eight or nine game. It is one of those, okay. Meh. You what's, know? what's wild is that, see, here's the precarious position that Xbox is in, that it is now super doom time for Xbox because you finally got an exclusive game after, what, a year and a half, and yeah. <laughs> and now it's this one. Like, Nintendo just released Advance Wars. Nobody bought Advance Wars. No. Nobody cares about Advance Wars, but nobody no. from Nintendo is doing podcasts apologizing for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the apology so, tour didn't Like, happen. it's the, just, the, you know, they release a game yeah. and it's not something everybody wanted and they move on, you know? Yes. Yeah, um, so the big but thing. But what's like wild that, is that Phil really threw Arcane Austin under the bus yeah, now, it, it, in it. Who, boy, did he. And, and he really tried to kind of say, well, you know, it was our fault. It was Microsoft's fault for not coming in earlier and really trying to help Arcane out. And it's like, whoo, man, if I worked at Arcane, I'd be like, screw you, dude. Yeah, so Thanks for the, nothing. I, I guess the biggest problem I have with this is like Microsoft gave them like six months to de- delaying this. Remember, this was supposed to be a fall release. Yeah. And they said, hey, we need more time. I mean, Microsoft's fall schedule got decimated when they they pushed that and they pushed Starfield. So it's like my biggest question was, what did you do with the six months? Because, I mean, it looks fine. It has a stylistic look. I know some people are like, eh, it looks like I'm like, I get it. Arcane has a style that they like to use for their games, and I'm okay with that. But the AI is dumb. Like, real dumb. Um, the story's okay. But, uh, like I said, it, it wasn't... I know it was made into a tentpole situation because like hey it's exclusive it's big it's it's microsoft it's it's they this is on game pass day one it's a big thing everybody was looking at it and it's like it came out and it came out with a soft thud and it's like i don't think it's the train wreck that some people have made it out but it is also not a good game it, it needs work and maybe in A-minus. three to four months it it's they fix it up and do some stuff with it but it's like doesn't matter. In yeah, the in over. the gaming zeitgeist, that's that's it's done. It's already got it's the a, stink. On there it. are there over. are very few games that can come back from a bad launch. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen did it. And, you know, Cyberpunk apparently is at a renaissance recently, but for the most part, if you suck at launch, no one's going to remember you in three People to move four on. weeks. One of the points that Phil Spencer made during this incredibly difficult interview to watch was that. He doesn't think that if they had delayed it again, that that would have helped. Mm. And, and I he, think there he is- thinks that the, that the the players were just disappointed with what the core of the game was. Maybe they didn't explain it well in the first things. He acknowledged that like they showed it off at sixty frames per second, and it's only at thirty. They're working on that, et cetera. But he he was. He, he thinks that maybe Arcane's vision wasn't what the players wanted. And, th- and that, that may be the and case. And that a delay would not help that. But you're talking about dumb AI. You're talking about things that you'd think more time I, would help. I, I think maybe it, six months isn't enough. It, but, it's a game ooh. that, like, I played it solo and didn't enjoy it. I had more fun when I played with friends. And maybe that's where it finds its success. But it, it it's... It, right I now... If it's, if it's a meh experience overall, a net meh, 
and <laughs> it's also unpolished. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, and that Come and on. that's the thing. I that's think wild, man. They can't that, hang their hat on this. Yeah. And, and and the funny thing is, like, we watched the trailers for it for me. I remember we talked about it, and you were kind of like, we were both looked at it and said, "Hey, this looks interesting. It looks yeah, neat. yeah." The, the, the original first, you know, thing from it, you know, I, I'm watching the trailer and thinking at the end, "All right, is this an exclusive exclusive or what? Like, how's this going to work?" But and then you know, it became an exclusive exclusive, and and like, yeah, whoof. And then it throw just, it on the switch, it, you know. Sure. <laughs> you know, so it was just one of those things where it's like, I, I mean, I give you know sometimes I, I give Phil credit to at least coming out. You could have hidden behind you know his glass doors and said, "Hey, no comment." Not you know, blah blah blah. But still, it was a it, it was not a great interview. Uh, and I don't yeah. know if it, I don't know if it's just sometimes you just <clears throat> I, I, hey, maybe sometimes you just have, everybody has a bad day. That was, <laughs> I have to give him points for going on the show still and talking about it instead of trying to beg it off or canceling it but still at the same time like i don't know that that was the best move to go yeah. do that like i said nobody else does that nintendo's no. n- didn't send no, no. somebody I mean, out to yeah. say well, why and, didn't and the, advance and, that, and, and i think that's where phil gets some of this too because he does go out a lot like he has become yeah. kind of the public face He's going to get for, fired. For, for, is what's going to right happen? Right or wrong? He's going to get trouble because yeah. I do. I didn't think that was the most interesting thing he said. To be honest, um, the uh, the quote about how Microsoft lost the generation. Oh, it's just it's not true that if we just go off and build great games, all of a sudden this is going to turn around in some dramatic oh, way. We lost. It's over. We lost the worst generation to lose. Is what he said. Yeah, that was. Yeah, well, he he was. Ooh, he he needed a back sober. massage at that point. And, sober. Yeah, yeah. He, he he needed some help there because that that was, you know, it, it's funny. You, you always you know the 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 positive crew gamers come out and like oh we shouldn't have a console war. We should all be friends. And then like you know what the, the folks that work there, yeah, they're still at war. Okay, Phil Spencer is at war with Sony and Nintendo, and he considers it's, that yes, a it's loss. Gen, it's generally much better for him if they succeed. And, and, yes, and, and, yes. And, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think the big, you know, the big problem is, is that the Microsoft has been behind. Like Microsoft had a console that did great with the 360, and then, and that was still a third yeah, place yeah, console. Yeah. And, and then McKittrick kind of had his ideas for the Xbox One that maybe weren't so popular, <laughs> and. Uh, it, we it, all remember yeah, and, and he, good times, and, and, and I will still say, as someone that lived through the McKittrick years, there is worse, guys. The McKittrick years were real bad. Um, At least you got games. Um, so <laughs> true. There was something to play. I, yeah. I, I, I am, I am hopeful that things can do better with new releases that come out. But yeah, Redfall was was a. It, 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 I, the only thing that well, I they say, just had a big plus yeah. with Hi-Fi Rush. Everybody was yeah. like, "Yep, this is great. This is wow, what a great, a great surprise release. Who would have thought it? I mean, nobody's talked about it since. And, and, but and that's for it. about that a weekend, a it was it was it was a hot thing. And now they've said that, yep, during you know not E three E three, they're going to have a big presentation. It's the one you've been waiting for," says Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog. Um, so uh, here's here's hoping that great stuff comes out of that. And and, yeah. and you know, so what's the what's the prognosis for Starfield? I, I I will say I have a let, quote if you want. Go ahead. There's just not a world. To, <laughs> okay, so I see a lot of pundits out there that want to go back to a time when we all had cartridges and discs, and every new gen was a clean slate, and you could switch the whole console share. That's not the world we're in today. 
there is no world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and people are selling their PS5s. That's just not going to happen. Well, and to be honest, yeah. they don't have yeah. to. You can play it on PC, guys. <laughs> it Who? is what? out there. They still have those? <laughs> you know, I, I think I think that Starfield will be fine. I, you know, I, I, say I, that. I would like to know, you know, what is the difference in markets between the PC market and the number of people that have a PlayStation and also buy an Xbox? Well, mm. I fit that. I am in that Venn diagram. That's interesting, yeah. Because, you know, you, you wouldn't sell your PlayStation 5, but you might consider buying an Xbox if, you know, there was games for it. Um, <laughs> aside right. from just Game Pass, where you just get old stuff from two years ago that you that you missed out on playing, and now you can. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know that there's a you know I st- I'm still not convinced there's a wide assortment of of, of uh, folks that want to go buy a two thousand dollar PC to play uh, Starfield. <laughs> look at look at the previous history of the developers of Starfield. Like they got a pretty good track yeah. record, right? Elder Scrolls is still... They have remastered that game twice. <laughs> Skyrim has been remastered twice. <laughs> like, but they always... Uh, you you talk out. about how, how weird and funky and janky those games are, though, but people love them anyway, yeah. right? Well, you... That's part of a feature, man. You want that Bethesda jank. You want a little is bit it? of that... You want a little bit of that Bethesda jank in the game. I really wish we were past the, the time in our civilization where that was looked at as a positive thing. Maybe just release a good game. How hey, about that? Well, here's the yeah, thing. Maybe, maybe this is the one that finally breaks Well, that, you know, maybe, they, maybe people don't find this the sci-fi stuff compelling. And No, uh, it's stupid to have to hear that all the time. It's not charming. Well, yeah. let's put it this way. They did kind of have a bust recently. It was called Fallout 76. Yeah, but I still saw people talking about that. Like, I still see that come up every mm-hmm. now and then. Like, well, geez, wow. How, how is this? This one's somehow. Hey, man, Elder Scrolls Online itself. is still trucking along 10 years later. So yeah. believe me. Anyway, yeah. They anyway. must make Ooh. enough dollars to keep those things online. I just realized that Star Wars The Old Republic is still running and still getting new content. And that game has been out since like 2008. So is DC I, Universe Online. Yeah. So is Star Trek Online. <laughs> These games have been out for forever. I, I don't know who's sinking money into them. I mean, yeah, they all look wild, like right? trash PS3 games, so I, I don't know why anybody's still there. But oh yeah, it's it, Ooh, there's, there's, there's obviously somebody. There are people putting enough money in there for that stuff to keep it going. Yeah. I guess, but it's uh, crazy. Uh, the other, the you know, last little pin about this poor Phil Spencer interview that they were dinging him about. Why is it that it's been so long since we have seen anything from you guys? We had this whole big deal where you went on a spending spree. And you bought all these developers. Where is their stuff? Yeah, and that, how that's many more the, years do we have to wait? Yeah, that that's kind of the thing. That's the big thing. Is like at this point, you need they need to be able to show, and and maybe that's coming. There was some hints that came <laughs> God, out. I hope there was some stuff that was talking about that. It sounded like hell, uh, like say that maybe Hellblade, you have to that, that Hellblade, you have to believe in the sincere pumpkin that, that, patch that, that the great pumpkin will wear. Well, there, so. there was some stuff that it sounded like in this recent trailer that they were kind of showing for the uh, content that was going to be in the the showcase. Like that, it sounds like maybe Hellfire Two is finally going to be coming out this fall. So you're going to kind of have a stack where you have Forza, and then you have Starfield, mm-hmm. and then you have um, Hellblade, which would be great. Yeah. 
That'd be good. That would be a good release calendar. For sure. Them. But yes, and, you're and right. they'll all be like, free hey, on Game Pass, so no one will make any money. But but oh. the, you know the thing here oh. is is you need to figure out where's Fable, where are all these other games, like where's Outer Worlds two. You had a great funny trailer for it, like almost two years ago now. Uh, it's just it's just so content. funny because like. Towards the end of the Xbox One generation, it was like, well, Microsoft's pretty much given up on this because, but they're they're buying now developers for the next generation, and now we, here we are. The next generation's about over, and <laughs> we're we're maybe like halfway through, and now we're now we're still don't have have a, have enough decent content, and maybe maybe now they're just prepping for the next generation, which won't be hardware; it'll only be. Uh, game Pass on any screen you want, and maybe they just shouldn't make consoles anymore. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. I think I'm the only oh, one here no. that has, I think I'm the only one here that has played this game. Correct. Speaking of games that nobody's talked about in forever, <laughs> I talked about it not that long ago. But uh, I like that game. I, I did not realize we were getting a fourth DLC pack. I only thought we were getting three, so we're getting a fourth character coming this Thursday. Uh, but if you were on the Switch and you're waiting for the Switch version, you are not getting the Switch version because Did it has been canceled. Did they say why? Nope. Just said, oh, we're ceasing development. Uh, right, oh, on the, just, uh, nope, they, right along with the announcement of the Xbox One and PS4 versions finally being coming out for release this Thursday with the fourth DLC pack, they also just said, eh, we've stopped development on the Switch version. Nothing else. Why just one sentence. Would- why would you release on the previous systems that nobody has anymore <laughs> and not on the hottest system of the time? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I like to tell it you. Mu- it must be one- some kind of porting thing, yeah. right? It must be something tech-wise. Yeah, it, it, it can't be working. Like, there's... Yeah, just, it just doesn't There's got to be a technical All issue. I can tell you is it was one sentence in a giant press release. It was yeah. kind of buried in the middle of it. And the oh, Switch well. version isn't coming anymore. Also, moving on, Storm over here is our fourth character. <laughs> it ain't going to matter. Right? That's, already, oh, that's already forgotten and flopped, so it ain't going to matter anyway. I like that game, man. I'm still there, playing there, it. There, there couldn't have been more than five people on Switch who were eager for that. Like, it just yeah. couldn't have mattered. Anybody who wanted it got it. Nah. It's over. Uh, and last but not least, very quickly... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It has come out. And apparently I I've am heard. the only one here that has seen it. Yeah, you, I yep. remember you talking a big, big, big talk a couple episodes ago about how you, you weren't going to movie theaters. You I don't go to those COVID breeding grounds. I, you don't do that. I, I was and not. poof, here I you was are. Not, I was not. Joe Haygood, only yeah. in theaters. I was particularly not thrilled about going into a theater, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but I, I went... With the mask. From, from what I can tell, the general buzz is Marvel is back. Well, here's the thing. It, this, this I had two views on this. Number one, I will tell you, the movie was actually pretty good. Uh, if you're going into it thinking, yay, Warlock, they misuse him a lot. I'm hoping that they develop him better in future movies. No, they're um, not. And no one is thinking that. No one likes that guy. Well, it's funny because I'm not strong on Adam <laughs> Warlock. He shows up every Nobody now and is. Then. Yeah, I was going to say, I, he shows up every now and He is now like then. the definition of a no one's favorite character. Anyways, it, it's funny we say that, but he was also in the Guardians of the Galaxy game, and, and now he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 movie. Yeah, it's something um, else that nobody plays. Anyways, um, it's a good movie. I think it's a good send-off. Uh, I thought it went in some interesting directions. It also got a little weird in the middle. Um, 
But I think people will enjoy it. I think oh, it's yeah, the a, part I think where it's... they have to break in and save Amanda Waller, and you realize that like <laughs> she's actually in okay. the same building. Like, wow, so, that was people so were really confused the, by the, that. The, the uh, you know, the thing is, I think this was better received than Ant Man, Quantum. What? <laughs> um, huh? So, Foreman, I'm like you. Like, I had heard the news, like, oh, Marvel's back, everything's great, everything's right yeah, in the world. They, we of course corrected, everything's fine. But I went to the now. Granted. I didn't go to the high-end movie theater by us. I went to the mid-grade theater because they had matinees until 6, so I was able to buy four tickets for a lot cheaper than the theater by my house. Uh, but the theater was only... This is opening weekend, Saturday, 5.35 showing. The theater was only half uh, full. It, it, it made money. Everybody's happy. No, no, no. I'm just saying, it, you know, I'm used to, like, when you would go to these Marvel movies and, like, opening weekend... The show is sold out. Like, maybe a few seats here and there, but it's like, it's a packed theater. And I was like, I kind of looked around. I was like, well, I mean, there's a there's a decent crowd here, but for a Marvel movie, this seems a little light. So, but it sounds like it, it did its projections nicely on the weekend, grosses and whatnot. Uh, it sounds like they definitely did a lot better than the anime movie. I don't know if people just didn't like what ant-man was selling or what but it, it seems weird but um but overall good movie i think people will enjoy it i think they find a logical way to conclude the series because we, as we know there were a couple actors and actresses that said hey zit hanging up my cape blah 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 blah. don't want to do the movies anymore this is my swan song uh, and technically they got three and a half movies out of this crew anyways because they have the holiday special as well which by the way if you have not watched the holiday special <clears throat> and you go into this movie, there are going to be some things that that start getting talked about that you might be lost. You will not. It is not that hard to watch a movie. No, just some things that pop up and you're like, wait a minute, this, when did this, this happen? This is not War and Peace. It's not that difficult. Let's give away a free game. Let's give away Frog Detective 2. And just like watching Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I think you'll be fine if you have not seen Frog Detective 1. You can jump right into Frog Detective 2. <laughs> Frog Detective enjoy. 1 is very critical. It's not <laughs> that hard. You can critical. enjoy it, and it's fine, especially for the price of free. Here's the code for Frog Detective 2 on Steam. 5-H-V-D-J-Z-6-T-A-Y-Y-F-7-4-L. And now I want to thank our sponsors about this mattress. If you want to check out the, one of the finest mattresses that we've all used them here, everybody in the team uses them. Hey, Iron in the back, you use it, right? Yeah, I use it. Everybody loves <laughs> it here. And now we've come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance to throw some love, throw some shade at something they want to talk about. I finally went through the plunge and sent my drifting Joy-Cons in to be fixed. And I had been procrastinating for a while. I procrastinated so long, I bought a new set of Joy-Cons for a while to use. Uh, because I was really frustrated with the drifty ones. I think I, now officially Nintendo tech support has used your Joy-Cons more than you have. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I uh, actually I, I used them a lot recently. I just went through Tron mm -hmm. Identity. Mm -hmm. That was a good game on, on the freaking Switch. I actually really enjoyed it. Wrong um, identity because it's only out on Switch and PC, so I just played it on Switch. I actually That'll got paid it. by my work to play it on my Switch while I sat there watching carpet and tile being installed. So, um, anyways, I was amazed at how quick that process was because I filled out the claim form on Wednesday and dropped it off at UPS. Got the notice on Thursday that they were being fixed. 
and they were back at my house Friday evening. As I said before, uh, I would not know if my Joy-Cons have drift because I never use them. Yeah, I was very impressed. They came back. They were nice packed. Uh, as a matter of fact, they even fixed it. Tell so us now more about the packing. They lock on, <laughs> they lock on the sides now because I had one of my Joy-Cons at one point stopped locking to the side of the Switch. And they, like, fixed it. And I was like, wow. So maybe they just gave me new Joy-Cons. They probably just gave me brand new. They just gave me brand new. They didn't fix anything. They saw what color your Joy-Cons were, and they, they picked a new they, one off you the know, rack. They, they do ask you so many questions about, like, what color is this Joy-Con? Is it the yeah. and I said gray, and then there's, like, three different kinds of gray. Yeah. Is it is it the, is it the you know, is it the Zelda gray one? Is it the this gray yeah. one? Or is it just the gray gray one? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Is it just gray? Yep. Launch day gray, guys. <laughs> My guys, I didn't know you had so many grays here. But uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I was happy. So, Foreman, what do you got? Uh, well, you know, I wasn't around last week because we were in Disney World. So oh. I, I did do the uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Um, I did the Tron ride, so it was like a cavalcade oh. of, of IPs I don't care about. But How was I did the, the rides? Ride? How was the Tron? It was ride? just like being on this podcast. Wow! <laughs> it's 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 a it's a roller coaster. It's a good roller coaster. Is it good? Okay. Yeah, but but it, it doesn't really sell you that you're in the world of Tron. Did you get an identity disc? <laughs> no. God damn it! What you? You sit on a bike thing, and it kind of locks you in place. You are sitting on like you're on you know on a bike leaning forward. Um, but yeah, it, it does not really sell you that you are doing a light cycle race. There are a couple points. I wrote it twice. And on the second time I realized, Oh yeah, they're actually, you know, we're the blue team. There is actually an orange team here that you're supposed to be, you know, air quotes fighting, but it's a roller coaster. It's a path. It's a set path. But it, <laughs> it, it, it's a very normal roller coaster. It's not like a light cycle thing like you're imagining from the awful terrible movies so so the, um, the whole time you're you were on it were you, were you kind of like the back of your mind thinking like what are they going to reskin this as in <laughs> yeah eventually you know, yeah what could this be yeah. that's better it, it, it could be anything all it's gonna be is anything yeah. where you're sitting on a motorcycle and it's fine because it's there's it aside from every room that you're in being like black with with blue and white highlights all over the place there's n <laughs> it's not really a big tron deal it's not even like Guardians where they made those poor actors come in and do terrible, um, you know, Saturday Night Live level skits to, to try to, to sell you that you're in the world of the Guardians. So here's all the actors. Here's here's Glenn Close. Here's uh, Terry Crews. Here's the whole Guardians cast. Uh, you know, there's not even any like actors from Tron, whatever, anything. There's Wait, nothing. When was Terry Crews in the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy? He is in the ride, baby. Okay, he's in the ride. I was, I was like, wait a minute. I don't remember him in the movie. I don't know. Maybe he was in that video game that nobody played. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that was. Those are the the you know two exciting brand new brand newish things, and the 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 rise of the resistance Star Wars ride is as fantastic as anybody has ever said about it. It is it is shocking what they do. I gotta because go. you go in there thinking it's just going to be one of those Epcot dark rides. You know, you get into a little car <laughs> and, you know, and, and things happen as you go past them, you know, like the Frozen ride or like Spaceship Earth. And it's, <laughs> right, yes, right. You, you know, you're just seeing great scenes and, you know, that would probably be enough. But no, they pull a whole bunch of really cool tricks 
on that one. And this one opened a couple years ago, so it, but it was new to me for the you know. Yeah, the, the, I gotta my, I gotta see that ride because it's here at Disneyland yeah, too. It's, 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 it's here in California, and I haven't gone since they opened the whole Star Wars land because I yeah. was like, my, it was just my so main busy. goal was seeing everything that was new since the last time we were down there, and. I did, you know, and that okay. was that was did, do you, that was cool. Do you stay just at the do you stay at the main hotel or you stay somewhere off property or I was just curious. No, uh, we were at one of the. I mean, they have like I know they 17, have like seventeen thousand yeah, hotels yeah, yeah, down yeah, there no, but... for sure. Where we stay at, at uh, we stay on site. Okay, sure. all right. I ain't renting a car. I ain't going to Orlando and renting a car and driving <laughs> in like like some chump every day. Like this, this ain't like Anaheim where you can just park across the street and walk over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. If you if you're in a hotel that's offsite, you are literally 15 miles yeah, away say, from something. Th- let's just say that Disney learned some lessons from when he built Disneyland to Disney World and bought a whole lot of extra land this time. Hey, well, one, one of these days he'll convince half of Anaheim to sell, and uh, then they'll. Ah, uh, he's, uh, he's they bought a lot more Anaheim in, in recent memory. Uh, yeah. The strawberry farm guy finally sold out about 10 years ago. That was the big one, like. They put a, built a big old parking garage over there. My, my only regret <laughs> was that I was unable to find Ron DeSantis and push him in the way of an alligator. Oh, like, I really funny. wanted to do that, too. Just kind of, like, shove him into kind of like a marsh up to his legs or something and, like, have an alligator, you know, smell him. Because I assume he smells real bad. Um, but I was, I was unable to find him. Uh, maybe next time. Eluded you again. Tony, you got anything for us this week? You know, I I I've been playing Horizon. You all know that I'm still playing it, and uh, so I I don't have a lot new to bring up. But I did notice that the Tears of the Kingdom uh, graphic tile popped up on the Switch this week. Yeah, this week when it did its little your one week out preload yes. pop up thing. So that was exciting. And my son booted the Switch. He's like, "Wait, is Zelda out?" I'm like, "No, nah, not yet. Next yeah, week." Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. The I system have been... will check to see if you're allowed to play. No, you're, you're not. right. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. No. no, but I'm excited for it. Honestly, by the time you hear this, we're going to be like two days out from launch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have I have really not been thinking about it a lot. I know it's coming. It's not like I, I'm hotly anticipated every single moment of the day. But now that it's almost here, I'm like, cool. I'm excited to play it. I'm ready to go back to Hyrule. So I I, uh, I look forward to playing Tears of the Kingdom. It's going to be really funny late Thursday night around midnight when everybody posts the screenshot of the loading screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's that's what's going to happen. Your feed is going to be filled with a million Tears of the Kingdom title screens from everybody screenshotting it and going, I'm in, I got it, I'm playing. Yeah. Well, that sounds like everything we got for episode 486. So until next time. Bye, y'all. Thanks, all. This episode's 86th. Thanks for listening. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Matias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. We're not in the business of out-consoling Sony or out-consoling Nintendo. There isn't really a great solution for us. You like the worst stuff.